Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to the Plastics Podcast. It has been a while. It has been a minute. We like to leave you wanting more though. Period. We've been very busy. Yeah. But we won't leave you for too long. Just a month. Just a month. It's <laughs> wow. fine. Look at us. Oh my lord. We're squeezing it in. Girl, I like forgot. We forgot how to pod. We forgot how to pod. We're back to square one. We had to call Samantha's sister, who is like an AV specialist and like knows how to do this stuff. And we were like, let me just say um, her husband is like one of my favorite people, too. And he is just super smart, super, super nice. And he does sound and editing like he's my famous family member for very, very popular shows. Are you allowed to talk about him or no? I don't know. I'm scared. But really? he's, he's, he's a celebrity, guys. Okay, so Samantha has told me the work that he's done. These are shows that people watch. Yes. Like, these are... Um, am I allowed to say it? Because if you don't say it, technically you don't get in trouble. <laughs> Tell me. Am I allowed... If I, if he I does like, shows like The Vikings and Hands Made Tell and... Um, Art Imitating Life. He does, like, lots of stuff, Okay. He's pretty he's pretty famous. And anyways, he did help us successfully Thank get this Lord. up and running. Thank the Lord because let me tell you. We got together and we're like, "All right, so what do we do? We forget." Cuz we had like a rhythm and then all of a sudden we just didn't. We're like, "When we get together, it's a shit show, but it's fun and we need it because mm-hmm. our lives are so crazy." Which yes. brings us back to, okay, so let's catch up. What yes. have you been up to? Okay, so for the past month, I have been working nonstop. It's, nonstop. It's if I'm not traveling, I'm doing work here in town, but it's not like little work. It's like four hour artist training, um, going into Houston and doing on location things. Like doing, I've been doing photo shoots, I've been doing training for, I've been taking training, but I've also been teaching training classes with my work. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of like anything big that we've done in Houston. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but I can say that like in, so where have we been? I went to Pennsylvania and the hard, okay. So I, last year, a a whole bunch of States, like I was the person who did the winner's hair, um, for a lot of the teens that won. Um, so the, the company that owns these States, like these pageants, um, it's basically it's like an umbrella company and they own basically the USA pageants for the four states of Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky and Pennsylvania. So last year I was in Pennsylvania, Ohio and Michigan. So all three of those teens, I did their hair when they won their state titles. And then Michigan, Taylor Hale, I did her hair for when she won her state title. So that was like a really big like. Like, yeah, land, of of landmark for me because the teen and the miss were both my girls that I did when they won their crowns and but then this year let me tell you something last year the 2021 girls and so the 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 owners is Proctor Proctor Productions so the Proctor girls I loved them I love them so much and of course Kentucky who won Miss USA L Smith. I wasn't there when she won, but what happens is when each state is competing and as girls are getting their titles, like the girls who are basically a, the Miss and the teens come and support their former sisters giving up their crowns and then also welcome in their new sisters. So I got to meet um, every single girl and I got to kind of form like a great relationship with them. And of course, 
Sorry, I choked. <laughs> but, um, so I got to do the teens when they want, or the teens when they did their Houston retreat. And then we all went to Cancun together and I did the Miss for their retreat. So being with them as they're all kind of passing up their crowns has been like so like emotional for me. Yeah. And so like I was in Pennsylvania in the Miss and the teen. So Sydney, who was the former Miss Pennsylvania Miss, I didn't do her hair. We didn't do her hair or makeup or anything. But when I met her, it was like she was the kind of person that you felt like you've been friends forever. And she never had to do this. But when she would come to other states to support her sisters winning or, you know, welcoming their new, basically support their queens. She was always so kind to me and always so friendly with me. And I feel like these girls were literally one of them. It was a good, good group this like this past year in 2021. So it is fun, like welcoming in like the new girls. But yeah, it is kind of it pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah, you're like sad to see the other ones go. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Because step aside a little. The new girls are amazing that are coming in, but even like when I was in, oh, I went to Louisiana, and that was another girl, Tanya Crow. She was I I didn't know her at all when she won her state title, but I did her sponsored headshots with Grant Photo, and she was amazing. And I felt like I did her hair in Nazook, uh, in Cancun when she did her sh- her. Uh, Mexico like Mexico retreat like when the missus did their headshots and stuff and I met her and again I felt like we had known each other for years she was the sweetest and like watching her give up her crown was like pulled on my heartstrings and like the just the class of last the 2021 class is like I love them let me tell y'all Stephanie is the real deal I mean (laughs) I am in shock with how hard she works and just how talented she is I mean, today, literally, okay, if y'all see my pictures, I'm going to be posting these. Period. We've been going so hard. I mean, I've been sick and I just needed a day like today. Really? I didn't, you almost don't realize like how much we need this until we do it again. Yes. And she was doing my hair and makeup and it just makes me feel so special. And I can't wait to show you all the photos. Like it's insane. Her work. She's so talented. She's really an artist. Never give this up. It's amazing. You're just so talented. Thanks, girl. So, I mean, I'm just in shock. Like, all these girls that you do, they're so gorgeous, too. They really... And so sweet. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's got to be hard. Yeah. And, like, we're... So, I guess, like, where where was I? I was in Pennsylvania. I went to Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri. Have you ever been to Branson, Missouri? (laughs) I have not. It is the weirdest town. Let me tell you. Yes. Ah. And so, oh, the girl, the Miss Missouri USA, um, Joy, I did her hair... When she, I did her hair at Miss USA. So I knew her. Okay. Brant, Branson, Missouri, Samantha. It sounds like a, um, I don't know, like a, like a old family town or something. I don't know. Okay. So imagine. Country. It's like, okay. You know, like how some places like they're country and they own it yeah i'm country this is country don't expect anything this is country yeah and it's like okay that's great yeah new york city vegas places you know what to expect you're like okay new york city i know it's gonna be hectic and crazy uh vegas i know it's gonna be hectic and crazy and gambling and drinking it's like you know if they everybody embraces their branson missouri (laughs) is so confusing it's like (laughs) like so we fly into the world's tiniest airport drive an hour away to Branson, it's in this mountain town, and it's like they have a Titanic museum, a Ripley's Believe It or Not, this giant octopus just covered in mirrors. It's like so weird. I did oh. not understand it. Oh, I understood zero. Zero. And, and like then you start getting more on the outskirts of this like main place that we stayed, 
And like, it was like, imagine like a cold, like, I don't know if you've ever been in Niagara Falls, like on the American side, where they have like the wax museum, but it's not like a good one. It's like the, the wax characters are, they're scary. D-list? Yes. It's like <laughs> you ordered it off of Wish. Like, yeah, I, yeah. And it's like you get out there and then they have like these old like fakey like log cabins and they have like all these like random things and I'm just like. Are you like, where am I? Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is more of like a touristy town. So we wouldn't get out of work until late, like nine o'clock at night. Girl, tell me why every restaurant was closed. I'm like, I thought this was a tourist town, but okay. It is what it, and I'm, you know what? You have to blend, conform, do what you need to do. <laughs> so we ordered pizza and mozzarella sticks from this like pub. Yeah. And it was like this four cheese pizza and I was eating it. I'm like, why does this taste like weird? And I was looking, there was no marinara on it. It was like nacho cheese sauce from like the gas station. I've never felt shame in my life from a meal. I have never felt literal shame from a meal. It was that. That sounds horrible. It was just weird. It was like so, the pizza sounds horrible. It was it was not it. It was the adventure it. sounds kind of cool. I mean, you know, it maybe is, you just experience it once in life. I guess so, because I was just like, you know what? Like add it to the list of experiences. I guess so, because it is what it is. And I'm just going to. Oh, no, man. It was a lot. It's cool that you get to travel so much, though, I think, you know, and experience different places and get to see that. It is. It's, that is cool. It is really interesting to just kind of see, like, other states and, like, the culture is so different. Like, I've never – so I grew up in Ohio, but, like, going to Kentucky, I was I was culture shocked. I've was never so been cool. to Kentucky. It's beautiful, and the girls there are beautiful. Kentucky, USA is a – very very competitive pageant it's oh. insane. oh i bet i could see that but like even like accents i was like like in ohio we all kind of talk with this like lakes accent we all kind of talk like this and we're like oh my god you guys like that <laughs> and you go one state south and they're like hey girl i'm gonna get my dress and i'm like do they really talk like that or is it just i thought it was like so fake. i have two really good friends from kentucky and they have very thick southern accents and I was like, oh, maybe it's just them. Maybe it's like. A, They're living it up. I don't know. Like the whole accent thing. And that's what I thought. But no, I it, I was shook. I was like, you go from Ohio. We're all talking like this and getting our coffee and our <laughs> Starbucks, you know, you know, it's like it's this weird like Canadian like English. Slashing. <laughs> yeah. Canadian. American. Yeah. And then it's like mixing that. And then you go down one state in Kentucky and the accents are so thick. And I'm just like sh- shook. So funny. Shooketh. Shooketh. But yeah, so. But you get to experience all this. It's true. And and then I live in Texas and I'm like, in Texas, people have a little bit of a Southern draw, but it's not like, I feel like even in Kentucky, Kentucky's north of Texas. In yeah. Texas. No. And if you were, didn't live here, you would think like people think Texans are just like, hey, y'all, like, how's it going? You know, yes and it's i mean you're from texas you're yeah. literally texas born and raised and yeah you do not have that accent no that's what it is it's bizarre it's i just think it's crazy like going from state to state and hearing like their their different accents people have and like the things they talk about it's so funny because we're all like part of the united states you think it would be very similar but it's not it's like no it can be drastic the changes and like and the new thing also too this is another thing i i saw on tiktok in la when they talk like so do you remember that soundbite on tiktok of what's her name um 
Yes. What's your face? It's uh, Julia, Julia Fox. Fox, yeah. And she's like, Anka Jam. <laughs> yeah. So they call, I forget what they call that, but it's like, that's how everybody talks in LA. That would drive me crazy. I'm sorry. That just would drive me crazy. So it's like, you go out to Cal, you go to one side of the country and you have, oh my God, you guys, Anka yeah. Jam. You know, like that. <laughs> and then you go over to New York and, and Maine or New York where yeah. they're, t- they're talking like this. And they want to fucking fight you. And then you get up to Maine. You're like, I'm going to pack the car from here to here. You get to Boston. And I get it. I want a cold cut sandwich. You know what I mean? It's just insane because it's like the one country with so many different dialects of language. So many. So many. It's, it like blows my mind. I want to travel more. Girl, we You're should, making me really want to travel right now. Uh, girl, for real. We should like plan something. Yes. We should like do like a 50 state I don't know. I know we were going to wait to get into this, but it's such a smooth transition. And speaking of traveling, like going on planes, you're on planes all the time. Are you not scared of being on a plane at all? You know, that's like one of the biggest fears people have. Well, I definitely have it. I'm scared of flying, but I do. I mean, I fly. I just, I just like grip my teeth and get on and shake the whole entire time. Well, so like my sister, she has actual flight anxiety. And I found too that like if I drink and get on an airplane... (laughs) Like not so if I'm hungover on an airplane, I get really freaked out. Like I get like shaky. you do, yeah. So that's why people are like, oh, it's our last night working. Let's all get drinks. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, nope, nope, nope. I will, I will panic on the plane tomorrow, oh. and I already know I will. And it's I used to not have any sort of fear like that at all. Like I've jumped out of an airplane. I've done all these crazy, yes, crazy things. I've done hang gliding off the side of a mountain. I, but then I had kids. And something changed in me. And I remember I was flying back from Vegas one time and I had a full-on panic attack. And ever since then, I get extremely scared to fly. And I have like claustrophobia a little bit. So I'm like in this tube in the sky and there's no control. You know, you don't have control. But then I looked it up because I've done a lot of research on it because I'm so scared. And it's a big fear. It's like 40%, I think, of people actually have like a very serious fear of flying. So when you get on a plane, a lot of people on there, it's not – you're not alone. But I mean, you got to get places and I love traveling. So I'm like, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to stop my life. I mean, although some people do, but I'm scared to fly. I'm too. Oh my God. Okay. I have to tell you this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's this TikTok. And then I do have to ask oh, you. Okay. You say first because I feel bad. I didn't ask you. You tell me about your life update after you say this. No. Oh, well, you tell me about your. So you had a, a flight that you just recently went on that something happened. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to slide right into that, and I'm going to tell you about another flight issue. Okay. So, okay, the first one is we were flying to uh, Pennsylvania, and um, tell me why I'm sitting on the, the airplane, and I'm, like, trying to – I was actually shuffling through our old, like, audio and stuff, trying to get something put together for a podcast, and over the intercom, they go, um, is there a doctor on the plane? No. Sis, I almost- Do not be speaking to me like that over the intercom. Like, what is happening? And that's what I wanted to know. So, like, I- Also, don't tell me things like, don't post shit on Facebook and say, oh, uh, pray for me. And don't tell me what's happening. Like, I want all the details. If you come over that intercom and Period. you say, there, I need a doctor, give me the full on details. Like, who, what's happening? Is somebody choking? Is somebody dying? Is there a heart attack? Is, what is going on? Do we just need an assessment? Like. Make an assessment. <laughs> and is there a doctor come back and tell me so was there a doctor <laughs> so there was like i think there were like six doctors on the plane <gasps> oh that like, made me feel so calm yes. yes and the two girls i was traveling with passed out i was like you two are missing out 
on the all the action so it was like this quiet like shuffling and like i could see like the flight attendants getting on like the plane the airplane phone like phone phoning home and i was like so excited i was like is there gonna be a baby being born on the airplane (gasps) see i need to know i got so excited and then like i'm like sitting there trying to mind my business and i was like looking out into the aisle i was like and then they came over the thing like, hi, does anybody have a glucose monitor? I was like, oh, man, this guy just passed out because he like had low blood sugar. And I, I mean, he was fine. Like we got off the plane and he was like, you know, they wheeled him out. It was whatever. Mm. Well, yeah. at least you figured it out, though. The whole time I'd be wondering like what's going on. What's and going I, on? Why? Why? And like I noticed nobody was doing compressions or anything. And they weren't like if someone started doing CPR, I'd start panicking. But it was just like the doctors were kind of huddling around. So I was like hoping a baby was going to be born. But that didn't happen. Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah. But then why are you on a plane like that? that late? I don't know. But, you know. People do. It happens. People do things. Oh, another mm-hmm. funny one is there's this yes. TikTok. It's so funny. Okay, I'm, I have to show you because it's one that I cannot stop cackling at. It's this one where this kid is like uh, imitating Ratchet Girls on the school bus. And he like he's like, who's driving this bus? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Up. Girl, so funny. Send it to me. Okay, well, and it's so funny. And, like, um, so I was on this little bitty plane coming home from Branson, Missouri. And, like, it was so tiny. And, like, so we hit a cloud. We hit a cloud. The whole airplane (laughs) shakes. And I updated my seat to see A1. So I was right by the pilot's thing. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I paid $11 to upgrade my phone. Yeah. But, um, um, so, like, a pilot. I saw what he was doing, Mr. Pilot, on the United plane. I saw you go back into the little Mm. stewardess cabin and steal the tapas. I saw you, boy. But anyway, so we hit a cloud and I panicked and I was like, who's driving this bus? <laughs> what a freaking airplane? No, finna mess me up. Listen, like- that is some scary shit. So I just saw there's a big story going on right now where a little plane, this guy, I, get, I don't know if he chartered a plane or if it was, it was a very small plane, very mm-hmm. small. And the pilot passes out. Or he, he says he's incoherent. Did you see this? The, no, that's... Uh, and he is just a regular person like us. And so it must have been a charter because it was very small. It was like, you know, he gets up there and he gets on and he says, hello, like, um, uh, like mayday, basically, like, hello, help me. I, my uh, pilot is incoherent. I need help. And they're like, give me your... Um, location like where are you at how's and he's like i don't know like i don't know how to fly a plane help me i need help could you even effing imagine and he says very calm like they have all the audio he's extremely calm he's like i'm i can read this you know i'm at 200 and what you know whatever it says on the dashboard there so this other pilot who's been extremely trained gets on with him tries to keep him calm which he does they do a great job and he pulls up what the dashboard would look like in this exact plane and he tells him okay this is what you're gonna do you're gonna slightly push forward I want you to like get this uh plane to kind of come to a slow and you're gonna turn here and this is how much you're gonna and he ends up landing the effing plane safely this guy that's never flown a plane Okay, that is like insane. Oh, it's insane. And so I guess when you're up there, kind of like when you're in like a big truck, you you know how you talk over the thing and other people can hear. So other pilots could hear this. And another pilot was like, did you just say that a like just a random person just landed a plane? And he was like, I I did. Yes, he's safely on the ground. He's like, that is insane. That's amazing. That's unheard of. Like, but I need to send you a TikTok on it because somebody like 
shows like a simulation of the front of what it looked like and everything as they're playing the audio Mm -hmm. and the comments are effing hilarious like i was crying. i expect nothing less i was crying because they were like the first question is like the guy's like can you tell me what position you're in and like regular people are like um i'm in the sky (laughs) i'm in the captain's chair (laughs) like Uh, i don't know i (laughs) i'm gonna die but i'm i'm so amazed at this guy he's so calm he's like um, I'm not sure. I know I'm going north. That's when he starts like trying to read what he can see up there. Mm-hmm. I would, I would jump out of the plane. I don't know what I would do. Like there's, could you even imagine? Like that's my that. worst nightmare. And what is happening with this guy? I'd be trying to wake him up the whole time. <laughs> they never really said what happened to the pilot, but I'm like, he needs to wake up because there's no way, no way. I would be like, can you imagine? Like, just imagine coming down, like how fast you're going. You have to land yeah like he had to put the landing gear down he had to do all that oh no ma'am it's Mm-mm. terrifying so no little planes they say are way worse though like with turbulence and hitting feeling clouds. yeah hitting clouds and all the things girl I, it was it's not the move and if i ever if i have to fly a land a plane no I, it was nice knowing you guys <laughs> i was so nice knowing you all yeah Rip. people are like my toxic trait is that i think i can do this <laughs> No, you cannot. <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, can I pull up a YouTube video? And yeah, like, yeah. Teach me right now. TikToks. <laughs> I mean, technology is amazing, but still, I've been in a plane where it's been struck by lightning before, and oh, we no. had to have an emergency landing. Oh hell! And no. then they literally just ushered us off onto another plane and got back up. I'm like. I'm sorry. This is pre-kids, and I was totally fine with it. I'm, like, reading a magazine, shaking, like, nothing's wrong. Now I'm, like, what was that? What was that? Like, every move or – I can't – I don't know. I just – it's not relaxing. And you fly all the time, so I always wonder – like are you dying? You have a way better (laughs) chance of dying, and, like, are you just scared? Um, At all, are you just, like, I know the drill now? I mean, in this past, like, travel time – I've been so exhausted that the minute I get on the plane, I just pass out. I hope I'm usually running on about two or three. That's the best. Then you just wake up and you're like, but like sometimes I get so stressed and I'm sitting on the airplane and I'm like, you know what? I'm so stressed right now and I've accepted my fate. Let it happen. End it. End it now. Whatever happens, happens. Period. Yeah. That was. I was like, you know what? It's it's the end. They still say it's safer to fly than than driving in a car. I guess, but I mean, still, it's that lack of control and not being on the ground. And you're going how fast in the air in a tube? Like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> in a tube. In a tube, just flying in the air. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. It's fine. It's horrifying. You know what I made videos? I'll po- um, I can post it on the Plastics Instagram of like getting up. We flew over a, a thunderstorm and this is the last plane from Missouri. And it was, I mean, it was beautiful. Oh, I did see but a little was, a little post to. you did. Yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. I did the same thing flying from somewhere, and it was, I was crying. I was literally in tears. Mm-hmm. So scared. Yeah. But they're just like, this is everyday thing. Think yeah. how many planes just take off and land every single day, yes. all day, every day. It's routine. Yeah. And, just, and these pilots, I know, they're not like, it's not like driver's ed where you like sit there for 12 hours and yeah. a day. No, like it's, it takes years and years. But I always school. think like these are human beings, and what if they had a bad day? Like, what if their wife just fucking left them and they just had a bad day? You know, like, what? I don't know them. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to end it all. End it all. And for all of you. It's like that meme. It's that meme. It's where you're you're sitting in the backseat and your friend and her boyfriend are fighting. It's like, I will crash this car. (laughs) No, the fuck you won't. (laughs) Please don't. Uh, You might want 
to go, but not me. Not me. Not today. Not today. No. So, uh, uh-uh. That's, I don't want that. I don't want that. Have a psych about, no. I think pilots, I mean, if they try that, I think that's why they have two pilots though, normally. Like. Yes. You know. Yes. Because thank the Lord. So if one just goes off the deep end, the other one can take control. And be like, get it together, Carl. Yeah. Like, come on. It's like you're be an emotional disaster here. Get it together. Gotta but, land this shit. Okay, so what's been up with you? I feel mm. so bad. Tell me. Okay, so. Tell me your business. Listen, I've been just momming it up. Like, mm-hmm. I have been exhausted. Uh-huh. Truly exhausted. I think I'm at my wit's end. I've hit every birthday party, every sporting event that you can think of. We had my daughter's dance recitals, which I, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm not a dance mom. It's not for me. When I walked in there, they have all these pop-up tents where the girls, like, run in and change. I mean, I thought they were, like, spray tanning tents. I I, I don't doubt it if one of them were. Uh-huh. Um, full on makeup, eyelashes. Like, and I am very girly, mm-hmm. but it was a lot. Yeah. A lot. And it's hours long. And it was just a lot. And there was it was like two days of recital, plus you had a day of rehearsal, and she's six, you know? And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's for us. I'm not sure. Uh, I think she enjoyed it, though. She enjoyed being on stage, and it was fun to watch her. But I'm I'm exhausted. That was a lot. Yeah. Um. She also plays soccer, and she also does g- gymnastics, and my son's in travel baseball. It's just a, it's been a lot. And and then I had this brilliant idea to start subbing at the school because I really want to be involved, you know, period. And just being like the room mom was not enough. I want to know who's involved with my kids, which I think is smart as a parent. You know, who's Mm -hmm. who is your kid spending time with? Be up there. Be involved if you can. So I decide, well, they were asking, you know, they need subs. They need subs. So I'm like, okay, fine. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a sub. Oh, my (laughs) That so I'm doing this towards the end of the year. The only jobs left for subs to pick up because most of the teachers have a sub like a go to that they go to. You know, like they'll just call them up when they're going to be sick. No, the ones that are available are like the craziest job you could ever imagine. Yeah, the young youngs, the fours, the fives, like because they have a pre K at our school, and. I mean, we both have kids, you know. They don't give a shit. No, there's no crazy. humility. There's no like, um, I'm sorry. Like the world revolves around them. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. They will say whatever comes to their mind. They don't give a shit, and it is wild. It's I'm telling like you, it's like prison, <laughs> it's and they do not pay these subs enough. No. I was. There's one kid that had like a chest plate. You know, they have kids that have some issues that you need to help with too. Rammed me, rammed me to the ground. I came home with bruises all over me. I had been licked in the face. I had been told uh, to go F myself. I had, these are four and five year olds, okay? I had one kid draw me in bed with him. I had the most craziest week of my life and it didn't end there. I have trouble saying no. You know, we've talked about this before. Same. So I had somebody in the school ask me, like, if I would be interested in taking a job, a full-time, full-timer at the school next year, a full-timer. And um, absolutely not. I would never. Like, I would rather back my own head. Never. Never. Because I have, I can't even breathe. I can barely tread water right now. Like, I am drowning with all the things that I do every single day but why why would I accept like why why okay so when she asked me I said yes 
I would. I oh would love that God. opportunity. I would love it. I don't even know what the job is. Don't even know what the job is. I just say yes. So she said, great. I'm going to put you in for an interview this Thursday. Are you good with that? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay, good. I'll just send you a text with the details. Perfect. Perfect. I leave and I'm like, why did I do that? I can't do it. And now I have to say, what am I going to say? Or what am I going to do? I don't even know what the job is. Okay. So it's for the effing front desk of the school, the face of the school, the face. I look up the pay embarrassingly low like just degrading just insanely low and it's not like you're just sitting up there greeting people you're doing all the front desk work you're doing other people's work in the office you're answering phones you're checking in people to come see their kids you're getting kids checked out early you're helping with the teachers like you are just spread thin everywhere and I say yes to this. So school district trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. I mean, so they have five spots that they needed to fill for the interview. I'm like the fifth spot. I take somebody's spot. So I feel guilty at this point. I'm like telling my husband, like, what do I do? I've taken somebody's spot. Yeah. I, and I've talked to some of my friends and one who works at the school and she's like, listen, just go in, tell her, you know, like it's, I'm thinking it's a secretary of the principal who I had just met and she's really funny and nice and like super fun. I love her. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go in there and tell her like what it is. I'm going to tell her like, my life is insane. I have so many projects going on. I can't take a full-time job at the school. Um, but I'd still love to sub when I'm available. Cause that works out for yeah. my schedule. And that's what I was going to do. So I was like, all right, I can't just back out. So I'm going to go ahead and go and do that. So I get dressed. I go up there. I didn't prep for an interview. Like I haven't done an interview in 20 years. Like, no. So I'm just there. I'm like, I'm in a good mood. I'm like, I'm going to just tell this lady what it is. And I'm practicing it in my head a lot. Yeah. And then I'm going to go have lunch with my son. So it's, it's an easy day. So I'm sitting there in the office and the lady comes out, the secretary. And I was like, hey, we're already going back and forth, laughing with each other. It's, you know, and she walks me back to this room and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to sit in the room. I'm going to just tell her. And she opens the door and there is a um, seven people at a table. It's a panel interview. Okay. Why do I feel like this is like pageant? Because they do these two things. There's one, it's called round robin interviews. And then they have another one called a uh, panel interview where it's like panel is where they. But do they know a panel interview is coming? Yeah. Because I've heard that that should be a requirement that you tell somebody before they walk into a panel interview. Yeah. Because it's like what? Three, four, five people. Like It was seven. Up. Seven. Oh, hell no. Seven people, hell no. including the principal. By the way, last year was COVID. We moved to this school last year and I didn't I have not met the principal. So I did not know who she was. I knew of her. Yeah. So I am immediately, my spirit leaves my body. I just, boop, it's gone. Like, I don't even know who I am. Like, if you asked me my name at this point, I wouldn't know because I was so bamboozled. I was like, I was just going to go sit down, tell this lady what it is. And now I'm in seven people. My face immediately I mean, sweating turns red. I can't breathe. And I'm like, I sit in the wrong chair. The secretary's like, no, go ahead and sit over here. We are in the front. Like, you're in front of a panel of people, all with notebooks, yeah, staring at you. Yeah, I wanted to die. I, in that moment, I was like, "Great, now you have to get the fucking job. You're gonna have to get put on the best performance of your fucking life. You have to show them because they're all looking at you, and your kids go to this school. So listen here, you're gonna straighten up. You're gonna fucking give them the best answers you've ever given them, and you're just gonna be a, a, the head of the school next year. That's it." That's all you had to do. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. Hi, guys. Like, I'm so honored to take this position. Um, I mean, be accepted. Or I mean, um, I'm just fumbling, like looking like if 
fucking idiot the whole time. They're asking me the, you know, standard questions like, tell me three reasons why, like, you're the best and da da da. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm the best. I'm the best. (laughs) So then I'm, it's coming to an, an end. Okay. And I'm like, I know it's, I know it's almost over. And they, they say, um, okay, second to last question. Tell us why we should choose you over all the other four candidates. And I'm like, hmm, well, I don't know who they are. So do you have like pictures of them? I'll tear them apart right now. (laughs) And they're like, okay, writing that down. So then I was like, okay, just get me the fuck out of here. Just get me out of here. What is this, a beauty pageant? Because that's the kind of stuff they ask girls interviewing for titles. Remember, I, I never planned for an interview either. I just was going to just tell it like it is the truth. And now I have gotten myself into this deep, dark fucking black hole. So then they say the last question. I'm like, thank God. Give it to me. Hit me hard with it. I'm getting out of here. Like, I'm going to just just give it to me. I got to get out of here. Please name a song that represents you as a person on the spot. Give me a song right now. I listen to music. I love music, all kinds of music. Like I like country. I like <laughs> rap. I like everything. So in my head, because my spirit left me a long time ago, <laughs> I just blank. I'd say my favorite song right now is My Money Don't Jingle Jingle. It's oh, okay. It would have been better than what I said. Okay. I could have said um, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. I only listen to Christian music. Um, I could have said um, any Disney song. Any fucking Disney song, because that's all my kid lets me listen to. Yeah. Any of them. I could have fucking just spewed it out right there. But no, I think to myself, um, no, and I actually say this out loud. Uh, funny fact, guys, I am my son's DJ for his baseball team. So uh, I know lots of songs. Um, and I'm just thinking in my head, name a song, name a, name a song, name a song, name a song. Any song, just get out of here. Get out of here a while. Get out. Get out now. Get out now. Um, song, Colton's song, my son's song, my song, my son's name. He, he, okay. What, what, what is his walk-up song? What's his walk-up song? And this is not even, this is not even his walk-up song. But two years ago, my husband thought it was funny to play this song, which I did not even know the words to. I only know the 10 second part that was played. And I say, in front of all these ladies, and some of them are 50 and above, okay? Country, sweet ladies. I say, a song that represents me is, have you ever heard that song? Cole 45 and two zigzags. No. Maybe that's all you need. <laughs> because my son's name is Colton and his number is 45. And I so it's it. Colt 45. And they say, no, let me look up the lyrics to that. Mind you, still have not. I don't know the lyrics to it. I don't know them. All I know is that I'm shaking. I'm sweat is pouring down me. And I said, okay, well, uh, I'm going to go have lunch with them. So uh, does that conclude our interview? Okay, great. So I'm going to leave while they're looking up the lyrics. I'm leaving. I'm shaking so bad. I run out of there. I call my husband. I said, I think I just told the principal of their school that I sling guns and smoke weed. And he goes, it's way worse than that. <laughs> um, you should pull up the lyrics yourself. It literally talks about the KKK. What? Sucking dick. What? Doing it in the butt. Um, drugs. Like anything that you could imagine. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to think of the words because oh, I know them. We're gonna fl- we can play it in a little bit. Um, and two zigzags. Maybe that's all we need. We could go to the park after dark. And smoke that tub of weed. Okay. As a uh, marijuana bird, we could take our turns singing, singing that dirty rap songs. 
to stop and hit the bong like Cheech and Chong <laughs> all the way from here to Hong Kong. Oh, so roll, roll, roll that joint. Pick Wish out I would have known more. Stems. That's all I thought <laughs> yeah, it was about. That That's all I thought it was about. School. Oh, that is a song that represents me as a person. Yo, as a person. Song. <laughs> Obtuse, rubber goose, green goose, mama juice, giant shake, birthday shake, blood <laughs> right, chocolate shake. <laughs> I said that so I could have said that. I could have said anything, honestly. So, um, needless to say, I did not get the job. They That's officially, good. they, the, it was good. Honestly, it was a relief. I think my subconscious was like, I'm going to just burn this whole place down real, real quick for you. Yeah. Just, I'm going to just tear this interview apart so you don't have to do it. So Here I'm out go. of that and mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm guessing I might be as, I don't know. But I'm I'm scared now. I think they think I'm uh, waking and baking, and I'm coming in there. And I don't think they want me to sub anymore. So that was my week. Period. Yeah, that was like last week. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I think that we should probably wrap it up a little. Yes, bit just because we're gonna do a little shorter episodes. For yeah, y'all. we're trying to like get the shorter ones. But I, oh my god, we'll be back. We'll be back because we have. <laughs> We're going to play this. I hope y'all follow us on Instagram because we're going to just, we're going to put some, we're going to start posting more things we talk about, photos and songs and people we talk about. We're going to start just posting that kind of stuff too. Period. Okay. Period. We love y'all. We love you guys. Follow us on Instagram at The Plastic Show. That's right. And get TikTok. a visual representation of our lives. Yes. And Samantha's really good at, she's good at social media. I'm terrible at it, but she's really good at posting like the clips from the show and all that good stuff. I'm going to start posting some more, so follow along for all the juicy details and visuals. All right. Well, it's great talking to everybody and being back at it. Yes, we're back. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.